My name is Calvin. And my name is Kevin. And I'm Charles. And this is Martial, martial Art, Art Mindset. Mindset. All right. And we have Charles here today to share his martial art journey. Yes. Uh, Charles is somebody I just met today yeah. in person for the first time. He's been right. he's been talking to him. I've been I talked to him Charles about Charles and Calvin all the time because mm. he's an incredible person. I don't know. We haven't gotten into a lot of arguments the whole time we've been talking to each other. The only thing we argue about is what the thermostat. Thermostat. <laughs> the thermostat. He likes the heat. Y'all I like sound the old, yes, old yes. couple. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, we sound like an old married couple. No. Old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> an old young married couple. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we get started, because we know we want to talk about the mindset and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, just talk about how we met. I, I, I know. I know how we met, but which was crazy. On my martial arts journey, I was looking for someplace else to train. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm train my son. And I came through the door after my wife started school when they taking her to work. And I walked in the door, asked a question about my son, and Kevin was at the desk. And I'm, what am I talking to Kevin? And Kevin was telling me about the school. And um, I sat down for a minute. I said, well, I'm going to go see what, they, what, he's, what he's teaching and how he teaches. So I wanted someone to enroll my son. So I'm, I'm looking at Kevin on the floor. Watching him teach. And I told my son, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about signing you up here. So I go to walk out the door, and luckily the owner's here. I had my gi on and my belt. and this my exact gi. exact uniform. What's so crazy <laughs> about it? And I walk out the door, and the owner comes behind. He said, you looking for a job? I'm like, not really, but you offering one? <laughs> I, I, said, I said to him, just like that. <laughs> well, you offering one? Yeah, um, we need help here. Um, do you want to like have a job? I said, yeah. If you could, listen, I said to I said, if you could offer me more than what they pay me there, I'll leave. He like, well, what they paying you? I said, well, what are you offering first? <laughs> <laughs> right, you got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when he told me the offering, and um, he said, well, well, what you making? I said, well, I ain't making that. I'm making like a, probably a thousand dollars a month. He said, oh no, no, we gonna top that. I said, we gonna top that. So what do I sign up, sir? <laughs> what do I sign up? And we had to do the interview and all that, right? Yeah. Because so, it was just me here at the uh, at the studio for a long time. So when he walked in, I saw somebody in a black belt. I was like, cool. But mm. I was so tired, I didn't recognize that it could be somebody that mm. could work here, mm. which is good that the owner was here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he could scoop you up. So, uh, so we set up a time for the interview. I think it was like the next day or two mm-hmm. days or something mm-hmm. like that. And he came in. I knew he was ready and prepared, but he was super nervous. <laughs> I was nervous, man. Nervous. I was nervous, yes, because I had never. For one, I've been out of work for so long due to oh, a, lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of my. Um, so why? So uh, I think so that people can understand that. Mm-hmm. To understand, also because you've told me and just thinking mm-hmm. about it, which is why part of the reason I want to share your story on the podcast mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Uh, so people can understand more of what we understand. What happened when you were 26? Mm. Before before we go further, mm-hmm. because that really changed your life. So yes. you kind of you mentioned it already, but I want you to like let's pause before we go that. further. All right, mm-hmm. like, knowing that they 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 work together mm-hmm. and he he teaches and then they they they're working this dojo together. Yeah, we have a work marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we call it a work marriage. It's strong. This yeah. is my this is my it's buddy. This is my guy right, right here, there. man. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I met this guy and my life changed. He's mm-hmm. a, him and his brother are incredible martial artists. I want to say that publicly, live to everybody. These guys are incredible. I saw them, and um, I couldn't believe it was them. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I work with you. 
<laughs> and you got a twin brother? Oh my God, I'm in heaven. I'm gonna learn so much more than I ever thought I was gonna learn. Uh, I, I appreciate Charles but, too because mm-hmm. all the all the joy and greatness he brings, and also the energy and the story that he has. So I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, and you. Um, at twenty. Well, go ahead and finish the, the question the, you asked. The, uh, mantras. Was oh yeah, saying. we didn't do the mantra. We'll yeah. do it at the end. We'll just save it for then. Do it at the end. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, because we'll cap it off. I'm I'm learning. This is my first time learning about mm-hmm. Charles' like story in, story, in yes. detail and everything. Um, so I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to tell you um what I've already been telling Kevin mm-hmm. for the longest. When I was 26, I had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me down. I will say this. Um, I have a lot of issues that um I do not. I don't complain about. Martial arts saved me. Mm-hmm. I joined martial arts when I was about eight years old. Well, I fell in love with martial arts when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, from my home, uh, my, in my hometown of Georgetown, Andrews, South Carolina, which is part of Georgetown County. There, I fell in love with it. But it kept me going because also when I got, when I ended up having a stroke at 26, that's mm-hmm. the one thing that I fell, I fell back on that kind of saved me, uplifted me to who I am today. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I was really giving up on myself. Like, I don't know what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Mm. I didn't know I was going to have an opportunity to do anything. I didn't know I was going to have a decent job. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was going to make any money. That $1,000 that they were paying me at the, other, at the other place I was working at, you know, it was all that I felt that I was going to be making mm. because I didn't feel like I would be doing anything else. Mm. You know? Um, and what mindset was that? When you were in that in that state of mind in that in that frame, like you 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 just said that that's what you felt like you were all you could make. What did that feel like? It made me feel how can I say? It, it made me feel small. Mm. It made me feel less than a man. When your wife got to take care of you, you know what I mean. I got a good wife. She stuck by me. I, I'm. It's not just for the park. It's this. I got a good wife. I got a great wife. I have a great life. You know, all all things I've been through, that stroke, it knocked me down. She stuck with me through it. And um, all I can say, guys, is the mindset that I had then was to keep pushing, keep moving, don't quit, don't give up, because I have something to live for. My kids were a gift from her to me when she couldn't have kids. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was down. I didn't have a dime, dude, for somebody to want to have a kid with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 26, 27 years old. Now, my, my daughter was born. I was in my 30s. That goes to show you how long we had to, to suffer mm. to go through that through down spells. Then once Genovia was born, I didn't want to let my kids down. I have an older son, two older sons, Christopher and Taiwan. Taiwan is 25. Christopher is 27 today. Mm. Oh, happy oh. birthday. Look at that. Happy no, I'm, I'm saying he's oh, 27 now. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you said it was no, birthday you're, 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 today. You're, you're okay. Yeah, me excited. No, you guys are okay. I just um, he's 27. No, but my two older kids, they, mm-hmm. they, were, they were at the house. I mean, they weren't at the house. They would come sparingly with me and my wife. But it, it was the two kids that I had at the end that really made me and my wife kind of picked it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, after I got my daughter, after my daughter was born, I really was focused on how can I make anything that she won't come true. I didn't have much money. I didn't have much to go off on. 
But the one thing that I did love, and like I tell Kevin, was martial arts. When my daughter was being bullied at school, all I could think about was, could I teach her how to defend herself? All the things that I learned from, from Jay, who I first trained with when I was 16 in high school. Mm-hmm. And what did Jay, what was it that uh, uh, it Jay was, taught you? It was Jeet Kune Do and Wing Chun. Mm-hmm. That was my first introduction to martial arts ever for mm-hmm. Jeet Kune Do and Wing Chun. Jeet Kune Do, if you don't know, uh, The Way of the Intercepting Fist. Yes. By, uh, Created by Bruce Lee. By Bruce Lee, yes. Yes, and uh, Wing Chun, which if you see Ip Man. Or the Bruce Lee story. Yes, mm-hmm. you'll see you'll see Wing Chun. So if, yes. if you don't know martial arts, that's that's what he's uh, making reference to. Making reference to, yes. Those were my first two interactions with any major martial art. Mm-hmm. Those two styles. Mm-hmm. He, he taught me those things, how to fight inside, using my, my elbows and you know, here with Wing Chun. You know, Wing Chun, a lot of close, in a close combat. So mm-hmm. you, you're close. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me how to use my elbows and fight close. I couldn't kick high. Oh, why, no, was I, it, why was it that you couldn't kick high? Because I, before, before I met Jay, I had a car accident. Mm. And you I said broke you were 16? I was 16 when that happened. Okay, was, so let's go back to that because I know you showed or go to that. because you mm-hmm. First off, just to recap. Yes. What we covered. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Uh, how you got here and then we went backwards to when you were 26 mm-hmm. you had a stroke now mm-hmm. we're going back 10 more years back 10 10 more back, years back 10 more years mm. because before that before that stroke even happened this way it all began this way this way the downfall really began kevin calvin because before that i was a real good athlete mm-hmm. he told me he told me he was a good athlete yes everybody knew yes him. I played. Oh, okay so explain uh how people knew you uh at oh. so like paint the picture of us back anybody in, know what me was it, south carolina yes uh, anybody carolina. know me from georgetown south carolina you know me and you said, oh here you go bragging on himself yes i can toot my own horn toot toot because <laughs> <laughs> i was nobody else gonna do it you i was your it. i was y'all guy i was the track runner i was the dancer I was that guy in the hallway. Remember that? Used to be rapping with Pookie. I was that guy. Not Pookie, Pookie New Jack City, but my friend that. Pookie Pipkin from Andrew, South Carolina. Hey, if you if you watching this, you know who yes. it is. He know I'm, I'm I'm shouting him out. That's my guy. <laughs> um, my friend Nelson Hayward, who also got me to dancing. I was in all those activities. I was I was I was that guy. No matter what it was, I was at, I was either I was either lunch, at lunch performing. I was at lunch rapping. Mm. I was that guy. They, mm. You know, I was always doing something of that nature to entertain people. That, that was just me. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's who I am. That's what I was. That's who mm-hmm. I am. I still am to this day. So that means a lot of people do you. A lot of people know so, me. So a lot like, of people know me to this day. So like, to this what, day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. So I go home right now and they're like, hey, hey, oh, man, where you been? Oh, oh man, what are you doing now? And that was just all the way, like, I'm guessing from elementary all the way up. It was mm-hmm. just like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of time for people to know when they, mm-hmm. they already know how you are. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to when you're 16. When I, I had the accident. Mm. When I had an accident, it changed my life. What year was this? It was in 1990. It could have been 93. I born in, yeah, 77. I born Cell phones in. are not how they were nowadays. No. We're, we were born in 92. That. If that, to put that in perspective. What? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You guys were born. I was laying up on the side of the road, hoping that someone can save my life. Mm. Yeah. So let's. Um, so how did that? If, if whatever you feel like sharing with it, um, I know the big part of the story is. I'll just let you share it. So whatever you feel like. Sharing, yeah, because like I was saying story. a few minutes ago, um, 
that's where that's where my downfall started, guys. Mm. Um, I wrecked that Mustang. Come from my grandfather's house. After he asked me to stay there, I was, it was late one night. <clears throat> I ran off the road, and um, the car flipped over, turned over, and it broke my hips. Mm. Um, I was down in this little like um, trench like, and I had to crawl out on my elbows. Something my dad taught me from the army. Mm-hmm. On my elbows, I crawl on my elbows. I crawl all the way up to the bank, to the side of the road. I laid on that side of the road for about, I want to say, four or five hours. Mm. It, um, at the time, the hottest album in the country at that time was uh, Doggy Style mm-hmm. by Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. at that time. And I had that playing in my cassette deck when the car wrecked, when I wrecked the car. The only thing that kept me alive was me singing that album. Mm. Front to back to keep mm. me awake because I didn't want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I was so scared that if I go to sleep, bleeding from the head and from my back, mm. that if I go to sleep, I'll probably die. So I sat in the road, I rapped, I rapped, I rapped, I rapped, I mm. rapped over and over and over and over and over and over. And I would hold my hand up and the car would pass me by. And this is after. So. This is after First you. Off, How far you. was that? Thank you, Snoop Dogg. I know. Thank you, Snoop Dogg. Be here, he would not. Mm-hmm. Another Calvin. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Calvin Broaders. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Because it's like, wow, to to be fighting mentally to stay alive, to stay just stay awake, stay so awake. you can stay alive. Yes. The, this, this lady was leaving for work that morning and saw me on the side of the road, and um, I would hold my hand up, and she hit. I saw, she hit the brakes, and she backed up. I never forget this rest of my life. I never seen a lady again. I don't know if she stayed there or, or, or if she's still alive. Mm. But I always want to tell her thank you for saving my life mm. because she's the reason why I'm here today. She pulled over. She, she looked at me and dated my face. She said, oh, he's just a baby. Mm. Oh, my God. What happened? I said, my car down there. I said, all I want to do is go to sleep. Don't leave me. Please just let, stay here with me. She said, do you have anybody who can call? I said, call my grandmother. I gave my grandmother a number. We didn't have a phone at the time. Mm. I gave my grandmother's number. She called my grandmother. How my grandmother must get in contact with my father. They called the ambulance. I didn't want the ambulance to pull off until my parents got there because they, weren't, they didn't, wasn't going to know where I was going and what happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I asked them, please wait till my dad and my mom get here. But they say he had to leave now because if mm. they don't leave, I could die. Mm. Mm. That was my first interaction with death. That was the first one. Mm. Not actually the first, but it is the first time I experienced it with my eyes open and had conscious awareness of what was going on. Mm. 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 Um, which ended up to all the other interactions that happened later in my life. After I had that car accident, years went by, I got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got stabbed in the back what, twice. What, what happened? I got an interaction with a, with a, a young lady that was carrying my child at the time. And um, mm-hmm. we had a, I can say, a misunderstanding. Okay, I'm gonna leave it like that. Mm-hmm. A misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And um, she didn't have to do it, but she did. She was emotional. And we went going through a, a verbal argument and a little physical. Um, didn't hit her because I could have hurt her. I'm mm-hmm. already, I was already trained at this time. I was already trained at this time. Mm-hmm. This was after I had had the car accident. I've been already trained by Jay at this time. And this exactly. is your first okay. son, right? Yes, my first son's mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when that happened, <clears throat> that was the major downfall to everything else. And mm-hmm. why I say that, because even after the car accident, I was walking again. 
Mm. Okay, I was kind of walking again, but when that stabbing happened, it damaged nerves in my back, mm. so, which also caused other things to trigger. Once I and when th- when that when I got stabbed, I left South Carolina after I got mm. stabbed. Mm-hmm. After I healed up, about six months later, I left. It was in '99. Where did you get stabbed? In the back. And wh- which part of your back? Uh, yeah. Near the um, the vertebrae, near my spine there. Um, I don't know if you still can see it, but let me see. I don't mind showing. I want the whole world to see this one. Mm. Because that's mm. just because, like, I, I would really say getting, getting stabbed is, is way scarier than getting shot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more personal. Can you guys see a line down my back? It's still there? Right here? Yes, that's, that's from the continent. Is there two dots up there? Like, on the side? Is it the dots over there? Some black dots up there somewhere? Oh, up uh, right here? Never my arm. Right here, number wing back there. Oh, uh, d- see, see a dot here. Right, right, here. right here. Wait, down some more? Here? It's a dot, it's a dot there? Or my back just spotty? Yeah, it's just spotty. <laughs> okay. Right, okay, put your hand up there. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin again. Okay, right up in there, that blade up in there? Right up in there? Right here? Right up in there? It was, it was, it was, it was I was stabbed right there. Oh, right here. So that was right, right. Okay, so like right here. Uh-huh. That was closer. One, a little bit below that. Right mm. here? Yeah, it should be, yes. I haven't seen it. I haven't looked back in years. You can mm-hmm. spot it. But if you see those scars on the, under my back, though, that's what that long line was, was from the car accident. The other way I threw the glasses in my back, that long line down right down my, vertebra, my, my spinal cord there, mm-hmm. that was from the car accident. Mm. Mm. The yeah, dots uh. were from the, from the stabbing. <clears throat> mm. Which also, like I said, martial mindset is, is a good thing for me because throughout all that, guys, that what kept me sane. When Jay came to the hospital and saw me, he said, mm-hmm. well, I taught you how to take knife with somebody. Why didn't you not do something about it? How did he say it to you? You woke mm-hmm. up, so you were asleep. Mm-hmm. Nah, he said like how Jay was saying. Every watching, he could probably say, "This is crazy." Hey man, I taught you how to take knife. How you get? It? How you let somebody do that to you? <laughs> so him and my friend Pookie was the ones that were rapping with. They were in there together, uh-huh. laughing at me because I got in this situation with a young lady. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I could have defended myself, but I say this. I say. I say to this, again to this day. That was not where I was at with the comp- with the situation. Mm. I never thought mindset, it would happen. Because you? You, you're in a different mindset, right? Mm. Yes. And what did it feel like when it happened? How did it feel to me? How my body felt? How, yes. how did I notice that I was bleeding from the back? Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, bleeding. that. How'd your body feel? Spirit, okay. all that, you know? Well, when it happened, I didn't know that it, that it happened. I was still mm. trying to tell her to stay because it, it got to a point where she was trying to take my son away. And go home because my uncle just had passed away. And I was trying to get her to stay to bring my son to the funeral. Mm. And we got in an argument because she was like, um, you went to the motel with some girl last night. And I was like, I didn't do that. I came home. I got to go to the setting up tomorrow or the wake tomorrow with my family. So I didn't stay out all night. I came home, you know. And she didn't believe me. And she just kept saying that I did it. And I knew I didn't do it. Mm. So that's, that's what happened. That was how that kicked off. Don't want to spend too much time on that because I don't want no old... Mm-hmm. Nobody sees it, and, and I don't like, feel like I'm throwing somebody under the, under the yeah. bus. Yeah, you know? but it's just the feeling of because what's you've you've experienced it. So like when you say it, you know um, what it feels like. But a lot of people don't understand when you get stabbed what it actually feels like because we see movies. You know what I mean? Man, we um, see movies, but it's not like that. But here's, here's the bad part about that that stabbing situation. When when it happened, right? When it happened, fellas, mm-hmm. my son was still there. He didn't know what was going on. I walked outside. She had to go run and go get help. I, was, I couldn't breathe. So I stopped 
I couldn't feel myself breathing. I was like, mm-hmm. I was losing oxygen. I was like, you, gotta, you gotta go get help. You gotta go, you gotta go get help. I was, I was reacting. She ran out the house to go get help. I walked out behind her. My, no, my son ran out behind her, and I tried to catch him. I stumbled down the steps. I collapsed in the yard. He's on my back, mm. thinking I'm playing horsey. Oh. So he doesn't know the difference. So he's on my back, hoping that Man. I'm, we, I'm thinking I'm playing with him. Uh-huh. Mm. So <clears throat> I'm laying on it, and I can't even breathe. I'm, oh, you got to get up. You got to get up. Mm. I remember that. How old was mm. that? How old, he, were was he, How old were you? I was. Uh, he was. He was one, two. So I, I was twenty-two years, twenty years old at the time. I was twenty-one. So sixteen mm-hmm. car accident. Mm-hmm. Six years later, mm-hmm. you get stabbed. I get stabbed. Five years after that, you get a stroke. I have a stroke. Oh, all wow. your thirties. All my you're pretty 30s. much bedridden. Bedridden. No job. No job. All your thirties. Yes. All my thirties. Think about it. We just turned 30. We just turned. So think about being bedridden from a stroke. 26 to 26. Mm. Wow, I never did the math, Kevin. Wow, that's a long time. 26 to. to it's, been a, it's been a long time. Mm. It's been a long time. Because I, um, I, 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 I still wear my glasses, my sunglasses to this day. I still have a problem with my brain a little bit from where I had surgeries and stuff. But like I said, my mom, that mom, you don't understand. When, when, when you are a fighter and you, and, and you love going forward, mm. nothing really can hold you back, no matter how hard things get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No matter how tough things get, man, you got to keep pushing forward, brother. You know? You got to keep moving, no matter how tough it gets. Because I know what tough feels like. I know what it feels. I know what it's like when you lay in there and you have no other options and you just sitting and look at the ceiling like, when's it going to get better? When's it going to get better? When's it going to get better? The day it got better for me, June 27th, mm. 2010. That was Genova's birthday. And just so you guys. That changed my life. Just mm. so you that guys changed know. changed me. He said June 27th. That is the same day as his birthday. Wow. That's why I said that day changed my life. June 27, 2010. That little girl. It makes me emotional when I talk about it because I still feel the joy from it. That it turned me around. It made me get up again. It made me feel like somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I felt like nobody. I felt like the world was on my shoulder, brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I had nowhere to turn, nobody to talk to. You know, my wife was doing her best working, trying to keep things above the water, but she was happy, she was getting aggravated. You know what I mean? Because I had no income coming in. I'm fighting Social Security, trying to get something coming in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my daughter was born. And I look. I went home that day because <laughs> it was funny. I went home that I went back home that day, and um, I look at myself in the mirror. I said, Charles, you got to get up, brother. Hmm. You got to fight now. Or oh, you in the fight now, brother. When you go to the hospital tomorrow, visit your daughter, you need to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And then when, Gen- when Genovia born, I just had got Social Security. So I just had got to the point where I could buy her something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And um, hmm. I took that and I, I kept moving forward. I kept trying to move. I moved up the apartment that we were living in. I moved to the house. I kept trying to push forward. Then all of a sudden, Genovia was in, was in kindergarten, first grade, I mean, and she got hit in the face by a kid. Basile was already born at this time, mm-hmm. which was also another great day of my life because now I got another son that lives here with me, which I know now I'm seeing how to kick some butt. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, and uh, I love his son too. His son yeah. super loves. He loves his guy. <laughs> he, he don't even know Kevin has a, a twin brother yet. <laughs> but when he sees the podcast, he sees Kevin has a twin brother. He's gonna love both of these guys more than he loved me. And I think that is so wrong, Basile, because he's calling you out. I'm, I, I got to yes. agree with your dad here, but um, he, he loves these guys, man. I plead the fifth. Loves, my son loves these guys. He loves martial arts. He's like me. He love he loved martial arts. And I, and like I gotta say again, those kids and my wife. And those, my four kids and my, my four kids and my wife changed me as a man. They helped me find my passion again. They believed in me as a person. So I dedicate all my success to those people. I'm going to keep pushing forward from that car accident to me being stabbed to me having a stroke to this day. I will say this, I had a martial arts mindset. And when I made a martial arts mindset, I mean, I had a mindset, I'm not gonna quit. I started taking Taekwondo at 38. Mm. I'm like, y'all hear me. 38, wait, this is after? After all this stuff happened to me. And you said you had hips? I had broken hips. Okay, if you don't know, okay, Taekwondo is an art, uh, kicking art. Okay, where you have all the high flying kicks, all you the can high think flying of, kicks, yes, above the the kick, head kicks, chambered kicks, hook kicks, spin hook kicks, tornado kicks, jumping kicks, forty kicks, everything, and I do it all. I do it all. I and don't, I don't let Marshall's mindset is this: if you want something, you go for it. You will try your best to achieve it, no matter what limitations you have. If you want it, you will go for it. That's the martial arts mindset. That's the combative mindset. Though nothing changes that. Because you as a person, only, the only battle you fight is with yourself. The only battle you fight is with yourself. Because the only person can make you not accomplish those things are you. Mm-hmm. Take it from me. Some who have all these problems. I don't quit. I never have quit. I've been bedridden. I've been knocked down. But I've never been knocked out. I mm-hmm. keep getting up. Mm-hmm. My eyes don't close. I can breathe. Mm. I can move. I'm not going to quit. And so what it sounds like to me, like what really helped with you to push you to the next level was something that gave you purpose and your family. You can hear the love and the, the affection and mm-hmm. the, the gratefulness that you have mm-hmm. for your wife to, to stick through that. Think mm-hmm. about it, like a lot of people couldn't actually go through, through thick and thin for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. For, and she married me when I had nothing. For a long time. She married me when I had nothing. Mm. And to, to stay that whole time? Mm-hmm. When people can't even stand being around somebody else mm-hmm. or giving them a quarter. Mm-hmm. 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 That's, that's, that's my mm. life story there. Mm. That, that's, that's my life story and their story. And you know what I think is beautiful about it? Mm. Is that you passed on the martial art mindset to your kids. Yes. So I want you so, before. Yes. I think this would be Something, great. This yeah, that you were talking about. Because, you said Taekwondo and mm-hmm. like. What got you? What got you started with Taekwondo? My daughter. I was about to say mm. this is what we can end on here because you know 
Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't noticed already, this is why we wanted him on the podcast. First off, th- uh, before we finish with this, thank you mm-hmm. for sharing all of that um, because, like, when I hear people complaining about their their life mm-hmm. and not knowing what actual pain mm-hmm. feels like, I'm not saying that like I've gone through any ultimate pain, I haven't gone through anything like that, mm-hmm. and. I could only imagine what that feels like, let alone how you would have to do a mental shift to be able to overcome it each day and each mm-hmm. day and each day. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just want to say thank you for, for sharing all that and You're welcome. To, for you to be a testament of what resilience looks mm-hmm. like, yes. of why when we say us to each other, like what perseverance looks like. And he didn't never say this part, but he was born premature, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what else I didn't hear him say? Mm-hmm. That it was because um, this person, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I went, or because of that person, or because of my mom, or because of my dad, or, or because, because I, of my I was uncle. stabbed, I didn't do, or because I was this happened, or because I didn't feel good on that day when he didn't mm-hmm. complain to make any, any of excuses, that. and and even when he was bedridden, talking about being sitting in one place. I, I, I can only imagine. And he was still looking at the ceiling towards the future. I, I stayed at school for two years. For, I mean, no, I, I'll take it back. Within two, it was about a year. I said, I was out for one Christmas. I came back. Mm. It's been a while. It, been, it, been, it was so long that the student, my classmate thought I was dead. After I'll, his, put you, I'll put you like that. After his accident, wow. you know, there's no cell phones or nothing. When Imagine I just school, a student just disappearing for a whole yes. year. Mm. When I showed up at school, I walked in the hall, the kid was like, oh, oh my God, you are alive. There's I never no forget social that. media. I never forget that. No social mm. media, nothing. I never forget that. Because I, 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 I didn't, I went to school before time because I was so, I was so tired of laying in the bed and staying at home. Mm-hmm. I used to walk down my neighborhood on crutches. I remember the kids, when I got there, the kid was like, oh, you are alive. Mm. My, my white friends, my black friends, they all were hugging me. You know what I mean? Like, it was around I can't believe you. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, you know? Same thing happened when I got stabbed. They were like, they thought I had died again. You know what I mean? Then I had a stroke. I was here. They thought I died again. Like This cat got six lives left. Dude, how you making through this stuff? I was like, I don't know. Like, Calvin said, it's about perseverance, man, resilience. I don't give up. You know what I mean? And I think everyone should have the attitude about themselves. If you believe in yourself, don't quit on yourself. Mm-hmm. You quit on your own self. You know what I mean? You quit on yourself. Mm. You gonna quit on you? Oh, everybody. I mean, I can quit on him if you're good, but I won't quit I, on myself. I do. <laughs> 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 uh, now y'all, it's on camera. <laughs> but um, but uh, just so we can wrap it up because okay. we're getting near the yeah, end. So like, we're and, the end. you know, I can. I love the inspiration that i just can feel from what you're going through and also guys like just seeing how happy he has gotten from i've been there to be able to see his relief come over him yes Mm. you know i mean when he came in he was trying his best to hold it together Mm -hmm. and when you're in that mind state when you're in that stressed out trying to figure it out for your kids it's not saying like he still doesn't stress or any of that Mm -hmm. but the fruits of his labor are starting to ripen Mm. That's one thing I will say. And here's how one of them have ripened or um, have really helped out with the martial art mindset. And that's him uh, getting his kids involved into martial arts. Like he said, he brought his kids here to find some place for his son to train. 
Okay. Um, so I'll go ahead and let you explain that, uh, and then we can end on that because right. I, I think that's really cool what you did to start martial arts. Yes. Once I got Genovia into Taekwondo, which like Calvin was, Calvin was trying to stay, tell you guys, it was a uh, it's a ninety percent kicking martial art, which is not something you would want to do with broken hips. But I didn't want to let Genovia down. I knew that if I go in there, and I quit. She was gonna quit. So to so for me, I didn't want her to ever want to quit anything. Mm. I didn't want Basil to ever want to feel like it was okay to quit anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the parents that uh, that I'm teaching over there because mm-hmm. uh, you you work with a different group and I work in a different group. But mm-hmm. the kids who the parents just let them like oh they they they're not doing this anymore. That's the wrong, like, that's then, the wrong mentality, man. And gonna also, just, we grew up. It's with, gonna trickle down. It's gonna, oh yeah. it's gonna move forward to like they get older. They're mm. gonna they're gonna be used to quitting, mm. right? And so and I, feel I, like I just wanted okay. to and highlight here's the thing. that they're gonna be used to quitting and being supported on that quitting. Oh, mm-hmm. because their parents support. Yeah, that's them. true. You, you agree with that? I agree wholeheartedly because yeah. uh, like I was talking with somebody like, man, I had my I had my kid mm. in martial arts, but then I let them quit, and now I wish I didn't let them quit because I'm seeing other people talk about the benefits of. Them not quitting and getting that black belt and having like is y'all see the benefits of not quitting here? Mm. Y'all see the benefits of not quitting here? Yes. Yes. So please continue on about uh talking about your your daughter. Okay, we close out with my daughter because my daughter like I said, my daughter got me head over here head first dive back into martial arts. Like I said, Taekwondo was not a choice of mine. It was what I felt like was best. For me and my daughter, because when I went into the studio and I met um, Master Robert Holmes, I saw Robert Holmes had on a suit and tie. I went into the building, impressed. Yes, impressed. Uh-huh. I was like, "This guy, he's a black belt. Look how he dressed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Black guy, well dressed. You know what I mean? And I was like, whatever you do, I'm gonna do. And I signed Genovia up, and I signed myself up. I told him I had some training before. But here was the, here was the freaky part about it, right? My first day in class, Genovia's home. She at home. She don't, she's not going. She's nervous. She's like, I'm not going today. I'm going to go by myself. Go to my sparring class, right? I get in class. Master Robert Holmes, we in a sparring session. <laughs> he can hook his lip. <laughs> my lips are busted, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a busted Calvin. Oh man! So I go, day. I go home, right? I got my mouth covered like this, right? Cause I didn't want you nobody to see it at first. Uh huh. So I put my hand on it. What happened to you, Dad? What happened? To you? I said they kicked my lip. Now you know she's terrified now. Now she really don't want to go anymore. <laughs> but like, now I gotta take, I gotta tell her that it's okay. It's gonna be all right. So again, I I took a look, lick, just to show her that it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You cannot get scared of it. You mm. cannot be scared of it, like what I'm trying to say. And what that looks like to me is leading by example. Yes. Like, instead of just going, yes. like, go and do that, go figure it out, which mm-hmm. I see a lot of parents do, just, mm-hmm. all right, go and not, like, mm-hmm. not show that support. You actually went that step further. And, like, this and is what just, the pain of this looks like. Mm-hmm. And not just sitting down, just watching it. I'm out there with him. Mm-hmm, out there with it. I told you the story before. I was the only adult in that class mm-hmm. and then, at that school. Only then, adult. I think what I want you to tell, and then we'll finish here, is... Because I hear you say it a lot in class mm. to our students. Because mm-hmm. our students, you you want our students to understand how much work it takes. So, mm-hmm. the day that you guys did this physical test, 
running up Stone Mountain. Oh, oh, that that was. I know y'all did that multiple times yes. to get that black belt. I want to thank Master David Burgess, mm-hmm. who is one of my senseis, along with Robert Holmes, who have taught me everything I know today. Master Burgess, he would take me and work out with me. I how to learn my ground game. Mm-hmm. Master Burgess, mm-hmm. he worked with me countless hours about on that. That's my guy. Master Burgess, you're my guy. Robert Holmes, you're my guy. He's been my guy for a while, so y'all just can't. So, have um, oh wow, and um, <laughs> and, I did say that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but, y'all. <laughs> but the fact that um, they taught me everything I know, mm-hmm. and I, I still that in Genovia and Brazil because mm-hmm. once I got them in there, they didn't let me quit. They won't let them quit. No matter how many times they make me run up Stone Mountain, I would go. My my um our black belt test for my red oh man we start we start master burgess me tell them how to go my red belt beginning red my full red my advanced red my beginning black and my full black I ran stone on five time master burgess and master holmes I appreciate that because it taught me how to keep going. No matter how tired I got going up and coming down. Do I, and guess what? They don't even know I was going through a problem then with a cane and a stroke. So, and I appreciate those guys for that. I appreciate everything. Um, and I know your daughter running up with you too. Yes, my daughter. Do- oh, let me tell you one more story before we go. Mm, I got yeah, to, I, I knew you would kind of get this story. Uh-huh. I tell all these kids in my class. I tell everybody, well, that's one person who, who also helped me understand the martial art mindset. She did her test going through her woman problems. I don't think you understand what I'm saying to you. Mm, I think I know. Mm. She had her woman problems going on when she did her test. The attitude? <laughs> That's <laughs> a woman problem, right? Jerry laughing. I'm But I kudos for her because she didn't quit. Now, a day after that, me and my wife had to pick up out the bed. She didn't quit. She didn't give up. Mm-hmm. I, tell, I, say, I told her, I said, you want it, you got to go get it. Mm-hmm. If you want it, you got to go get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I help you run up the mountain, but when you get back to Dojo, you got to go get it. Mm-hmm. She went in there. They didn't treat her fair. You know what I mean? They made her do that. Nobody no, did her phones over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over until they say, okay. They made her do her exercise and her come back over and over and over until they said, okay. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Life doesn't care. And yeah, I, I'm glad they did that. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm happy for them. I'm I'm glad those guys were my were my senseis because mm-hmm. they didn't give it to her. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. Yep, because of a little female, she was she was the smallest thing. They didn't give nobody that. I remember, I remember we was in there and Master Holmes kept making nobody do it. Said you know that's not what I want from you. Do it again. Mm. Then that sound that sound familiar. Yeah. That's not what I want from you. Do it again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And people don't like to be told to do it again. They just want to be told it's okay. Oh, you did it. You it. did it. Oh, nice, nice job. My baby was crying. Mm-hmm. So when you, whenever, whenever you feel you want to complain or you want to give up, think about these stories. Mm-hmm. Think about that. And one thing we didn't even bring up. I mean, if you look at us, something we have all in common mm-hmm. sitting down right here is we're all black. Mm-hmm. Like, we never talked about that because we didn't talk about that once being part of the adversity, even mm-hmm. though that was there. Yes. Even though that was there the whole time. The whole time. And because us being there, black, all of us, us being black, if you're black, you understand what the adversity is without having mm-hmm. 
anybody have explained it to you? And so I, I bring that up because I'm seeing the difference from when I see parents who allow their kids to quit. Mm. And there's just a disparity in uh, skin color of like the toughness level and the grit mm. level mm. that I see. And that makes sense. That correlates with how we have had to be as black people mm-hmm. in society. We had to have that tougher grit because we were slaves. Mm-hmm. Because we had to deal with all those things. Mm-hmm. Because even when we are great, that's when they do their worst. Mm-hmm. And so to hear your daughter getting pushed, no matter what, even though she's a female, even though she's small, it's like that. Do you want true equality? This is what equality looks for. Like if you want this, if you want to reach this criteria, mm-hmm. this ain't got nothing to do with how you look. Mm-mm. It ain't got nothing to do with your male, female, big, tall, short, mm-hmm. small, mm-hmm. skinny, fat. Got a short leg. Got a long little arm. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Yeah. In a wheelchair. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Having had a stroke. Being stabbed, hmm. car accident, replaced both hips. Mm-hmm. Being in a, a mind state that we and we didn't hit on this deeply, but like to be in this place where you're just surviving. Yeah, my whole life I was about a survival. If I really wanted to be here or not, but I was, was I going to give up and lay down? I haven't. My my parents, I stop. I'm gonna rest with this. I'm gonna end with this. My mother and father. Never taught me to quit. My dad, I can still hear my dad tell me then when I'm getting lazy, get up, Junior, move. I hear my mom, who's my biggest fan. My mom is my biggest fan in this today. She was she was one person out of everybody that didn't want didn't support me to keep going. My mom said, "Keep going, son. Mm. You stick stick with it. There's something mm-hmm. in there for you. Mm-hmm. Keep going, son." And I appreciate her for that. Every time I have a success, I call her first. Mm-hmm. I don't tell nobody but my mom first. Because if anybody came around to the hospital, if anybody came and did something for me, if anybody, I needed a dime in my pocket when I had a dime. And she hardly had a, a decent job. She would come, she would send me money. She would come, she would take me to a doctor appointments. Mm-hmm. She would come, she would run me. She would come from South Carolina to Atlanta to take mm-hmm. me to those appointments. Mm-hmm. Look, I tell you, I had a stroke here. Mm. It happened here. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I came, the other things happened home. Mm. But I left home and came here, and all the things happened here. She was still coming and taking my money. Mm. Wow. And then I love your child. I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That And that's what we talk about in our mantra. So your whole mind, your whole body, your whole spirit, and everything that you're doing. And we just appreciate you sharing your story. Hey, man. We you guys welcome, brother. Your I'm spirit glad. is in everything that you really care for. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you can see it, too. Uh, he was real nervous when he first came on on how um, how these students would like him here. Yeah. Okay, especially Yaka here. He's a little tough, rough. <laughs> yeah. I hope y'all like him. <laughs> you definitely. You know he's from I think the I like him a little bit. But here's the thing, too. He got a soft spot, too. Oh, oh man. And... I don't know how to get these little white kids to like him, but he's like, <laughs> everybody likes they him. They love him. Yeah, he's great though. Everybody loves him. You all should love Charles and I'll, think I'll, about this. I'll, I'll think love about him this. After we spar, we'll see what happens. <laughs> good, good. Think good. about this. After all the things he's been through, and he's still here smiling. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's just me, man. I, I, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Um, I wait. I want to tell this tell this story for a long, long time. 
I told you that, Kevin, mm-hmm. a long time I wanted to get this out. This is like a therapy for me. Um, I hope it helps somebody. hope it inspires somebody mm-hmm. to never give up. Mm-hmm. That's really what I did this for. I want to inspire other people to know that no matter what you're going through in life, no matter how tough things get, your only enemy is you, yourself. You're only fighting against yourself. Because once you give up on yourself, you might just quit it, lay down, and let it go. But if you don't, and you believe in yourself, and you trust your abilities mm. as who you are as your person, trust me, everything will work out. Mm. Everything will work out. Don't quit on yourself. Please, don't quit on yourself. I will end with that. Do not quit on yourself. I'm a living testimony to that. Do not you, quit on yourself. Mm. Yes. That's it right that there. That said. We got to just say it. Yeah, we'll say it. So you can, we can repeat after Calvin. Mm-hmm. Mind. Mind. Body. 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 Let's do it together. Mm-hmm. Mind. Mind. Body. Body. Spirit. Spirit. I use my mind to think. I, I use, use my, my mind, mind to think. think. I use my body to move. I, I use, use my, my body, body to move. move. And I use my spirit to spread love. And I, I use, use my, my spirit, spirit to spread, spread love. love. Yes, thank you, Charles. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This has been. I met y'all guys. I got able to like say share my story with other people. I hope it helps somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause that's my guy right here. That's my guy right here. And I hope he don't <laughs> leave me, but he said he will one day. I imagine we'll get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> you know the divorce rate is high, so you gotta. Yeah, you gotta, I know. You gotta, I know, right? Gotta I know. Even. Uh, I'm, I'm divorced with married brother. <laughs> This is Martial Art Mindset. We'll see you guys on the next one. And check out the rest. Yeah, guys. Oh, that was lovely.